Hey lover, I feel like someone who ghosted their lover. Yes, let me borrow this popular lie. It is not you, darling. It's me. So on a very serious note, though, how are you? It feels so great to talk to you again. I missed you so much. Happy New Year and welcome to the month of love. So this is Love and I podcast with Grace. And here we talk about ways to live our life motivated from a place of love. Yes, if it's your first time here, well, it's so amazing to have you join the tribe of lovers. So today we're going to be talking about who we are or basically who are you that's the question this topic is so important that i had to get a first-hand experience before coming to tell you about it so have you been in a class and as the lecturer is teaching you just feel like ah this thing is entering my head if they say tear out the sheet of paper now i'll just close my eyes and ace it or more that's how they taught paper for me and all i wrote was my name i had to go back and relearn and now I've passed the test, I can now talk to you and of course myself as well about it. So if you know me, you know that I love to paint a picture first. So bring your imagination here because we'll be needing that. So if you go to buy a phone at a phone shop and the retailer of, let's say an iPhone, tells you that this phone can be used to call anyone, send text messages, go on social media and browse the internet with the fastest speed. And it goes on for an affordable price and probably these are the basic things you need the phone to do. You would buy it, right? So what if you happen to bump into the manufacturer of the iPhone? I mean, you literally see Steve Jobs. 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 Whatever. God bless his soul though. And, um, you know, you get to ask him to tell you the features of the same phone. And he says his phone can be used to keep track of your heartbeat by holding it in your palm. It comes with a wristwatch that can check your pulse and give you an analysis of your blood pressure. He also goes on to tell you that there is an app that lets you type a location and it shows you a 3D view of that location like you are there. And when it comes to calls, you can video call your friends in any part of the world amongst other great qualities highlighted in the manual of the phone. Can you see the difference between the both descriptions of the same phone? Now, if you left the shop with the retailer's description and someone asks you about the phone, you'd reiterate what the retailer said. But if you left with the manufacturer's description, you'd give them a more detailed description of the phone like the manufacturer did. And if you eventually read the manual, you'd get to know about the other features the manufacturer did not mention firsthand. So human beings... retailers God is the manufacturer the Bible is the manual and you are the phone all right so your maker is the only one who can define you he's the one who puts you together he puts your potentials in you and only he knows how best you can use those potentials he puts in you for your benefit and that of others because we are not made to live for ourselves alone so the only way to find out about yourself is if you read the manual which is the word of God so let's talk about how to understand our thoughts and declare God's truth over our life firstly you need to understand your thoughts so when you approach a task you know a relationship or an opportunity and you think about who you are and what you're capable of doing what words come to mind are they words that display confidence hope trust and strength or 
do they display fear doubt pride or insecurity what we tell ourselves every day matters a lot if we believe something about identity that is not true then we will struggle to believe what god says about us when he reveals it to us i'd like to tell you that truths are unchanging they don't depend on what you do what you have done or who you want to be truths are not self-help mantras or cliche sayings they are based entirely on god's word and what he says about you so while there will always be areas of your life where you need to grow become better how god views you and what he says about you does not change because god affirms who you are and not just what you do right so that's why when you root your identity in him by declaring bible-based truths over yourself you'll begin to see yourself the way he sees you and this will influence the way you treat people situations opportunities and events around you here are three basic steps that can help you take back your thoughts and declare truth over your life firstly you need to identify the lies you tell yourself so take a moment and think about a difficult conversation you have had recently what did you say what were you thinking about yourself and the other person because your words and your actions reveal the narratives you tell yourself. And to figure out if a narrative is false, you need to ask yourself, is this thought marked by fear, insecurity, pride, bitterness, or the lack of confidence? Is this thought leading me to pessimistic or self-serving behavior? If you can answer yes to either of those questions, then the narrative you're telling yourself probably needs to be changed and adjusted let me take myself for an example so once upon a not so distant time <clears throat> i used to hate listening to myself speak yeah um i know that that's hard to believe you know because a lot of people tell me that oh i love your voice i love your voice but the thing is it's not like i did not know i sounded nice i just could not hear the extra thing you know they were going on about because in my mind, I had set a standard for myself based on how someone else sounded and it just wasn't the same or close to it. So I just did not like my own voice until I understood that I am me and no one else is the standard. I'll say that again. I am me and no one else is the standard. So God's word is my standard and it says I am unique and so is the other person I admire. I don't need to sound like her to sound great. I can improve on myself, definitely, but I don't need to change me to love me. So right now, you need to take a few minutes and identify any lies you might be believing. And once you've done this, write down those false narratives and reflect on them. Spend a few moments in silence and ask God to clearly show you where those lies stemmed from. When you can identify where and when you began believing a lie, it will be easier to change the way you think. Next, shift your perspective. So for every lie, there is a truth that can replace it. So look over your list of false narratives again. At this time, ask God to show you what his truth is for each of the statements you wrote. To do this, you need to try spending a few minutes with God and then ask him to clearly show you how he sees you. If you see yourself differently from how God sees you, that's a very false image you have of yourself. I don't care how great you think it is, alright? Because, I mean, the word of God says that 
Jesus is the way, he's the truth, and he's life. So outside him, there's no truth, right? All you have in the world is facts, and facts are not truth. They are just facts. So truth is the final thing. It never changes, and it's all you need to believe. So afterward, search for Bible verses that contradict the lies you've been believing. So here are some passages that I think can help you get started. Firstly, if you're having identity issues, you need to look up Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, John 3, 16, Isaiah 43 and verse 5, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. If you have money problems, look up Philippians 4, verse 19, Hebrews 13, 5, Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, 1 Timothy 6, verse 17 to 19, 1 Timothy 5 and verse 8. Relationships. Romans chapter 13 verse 8, Ephesians 6, 1 to 4, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11. Security, John chapter 10, 28 to 29, Galatians 5 and verse 1, Titus 3 verse 5 to 7, Psalms 27, 1 to 3, and if you have confidence issues, check Proverbs chapter 3 verse 26, Philippians 4 verse 13, 1 John chapter 4 verse 15 to 18 and Hebrews 10 35 to 36 and also for your daily living these scriptures are so important 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 9 to 10 Isaiah 30 15 1st Timothy 4 and verse 12 and Romans chapter 12 all of it all right so lastly you need to declare what is true so once you have your list of verses you need to re- write each one in your own words. Now, turn the truth from scripture into specific intentional statements you can daily declare over your life, also known as affirmations. So here are some potential declarations you know you may want to say over yourself. First, I am enough because I'm a child of God. I'm not ashamed of Jesus because his sacrifice changes lives. I am greatly loved and so I love others like I have been loved. Nothing can separate me from God's love. All these words are in the Bible, just rephrased. So as you create your list, keep in mind that when God looks at you, he sees his own child. And if God, who is truth, says something about you, then it must be true. Because in Numbers 23 and verse 19, it says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it and would he not do it? Has he spoken it and would he not make it good? So that's why when you create your own list of statements, you can create them with confidence because they are based on truth. So because you belong to God who confidently equips you and calls you by name, you know that after speaking these words of affirmation over yourself, then you become what you say. So honey, he knew you before your parents even thought of meeting up in the other room, okay? Because you're not a stranger to God at all. In Psalms 139 verse 16, it actually says, You know me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So you are made in his image and likeness and not in that of your parents. Cease to live your life based on the limitations of where you are from, what circumstances you were born into, the unfair changes life brings to you, even how great things may be looking in your life right now and so on. But look at the word of God and build the right image of yourself from what you see in it. 
The Bible calls the word of God a mirror in James chapter 1, 22 to 24. And I think that's so intentional. So if you look in a mirror and pay close attention to how you look, no one can tell you a lie about how you look. So, but if you just take a quick glance and, you know, you run off, someone can tell you a lie about how you look. And it might just tell you that, oh, something is wrong. You're just not looking well today. And because you are not paying attention to what you saw in the mirror, you could believe them over what you think you saw. Let's see some truth about you in the manual. So you may need Bible to look up the following scriptures as well. Um, firstly, in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, it says you are chosen. You are chosen by God. That is amazing. You are unique. There's no one else like you. Okay. Psalms 139, 13 to 14. Also, you are loved. You are so loved. You are loved and you are so loved. That is in Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. John 3 and verse 16. You are his. You belong to God. Isaiah 64 verse 8. Ephesians 2 and verse 10. You are made for a purpose. So you are not just here by accident. Okay. So Isaiah 55, 8 to 10. And you are like God. Yes, you are like him. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And 1 John 4 and verse 17. A wise man once said, When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. So let us understand why knowing yourself is so important. So your journey to knowing who you are could start by just learning the importance of it to you as a person. Although the advantages are pretty obvious, I mean, there are also subtle benefits of knowing yourself and I'll share some of them. So firstly, if you know yourself, you learn to accept who you are. Self-acceptance is truly embracing who you are and this means everything in you included, even your flaws and your weaknesses. After all, how can we accept, you know, everything about ourselves unconditionally if we don't know who we are? The truth is, self-acceptance is difficult to practice, especially if you get used to just accepting the good things about yourself and beat yourself up for your mistakes and weaknesses. When you first tackle knowing yourself, acceptance will get easier. Two, knowing yourself helps you release self-doubt. The worst thing that could ever happen is when you become your own enemy and greatest critic. Self-doubt holds us back from doing amazing things and being our most authentic self. So learning not to buy into your self-doubt thoughts will also lead us to the third reason why knowing yourself is important. And that is self-knowledge boosts our confidence. Now, knowing yourself is also learning what you stand for and embracing your potentials and abilities. Your stories and abilities are unique to you. These things are what make you so important that even money cannot buy it ever. So knowing your true self will make you realize that you are incomparable, which will help you boost your confidence and release any self-doubts that you might have. Number four, when you know yourself, making the right choices will become easier. So sometimes making decisions is hard because our hearts and mind have different stance. If you truly know who you are, it will be easier for you to follow the true north and distinguish what is a right and wrong decision for you. So we all speak two languages, the language of the heart and that of the head. If they are aligned, it is easy to make a decision. But if they are not, it just depends on your mood 
what you think is right or wrong at the time. An example would be, let's say you, you are in the process of buying a house and you find the one that ticks all the boxes in your head, right? However, there's something about the house that doesn't just sit well with you. You are not sure what it is, but it doesn't just feel right. So having two different dialogues in your system makes it impossible to be clear on what to do. Today your head is rolling and you want to buy the house. Tomorrow is your heart telling you to not go ahead with the purchase. Aligning your head and your heart will give you clarity which supports easy decision making. And let's head on to number five. Self-knowledge is learning to express yourself freely. As human beings, all we want to acquire is freedom right we just want to live freely freedom is living life on your own terms in this context living life on god's terms without being too affected by negative judgments or controlled by other people expressing yourself freely will be possible if you know and understand your inner self six knowing yourself is a way to fall in love with yourself honey like self-love is a huge topic nowadays And I understand how hard it is to completely love yourself because I've been there before. I know how I struggled, you know, um, with negative experiences in the past that just did not let me love myself. So starting to get to know yourself is a life-changing way to trust and believe in yourself, which eventually helps you to love who you are unconditionally. It can feel like... um, It can feel like a challenge to accept some aspects of your character that you don't perceive as positive. For example, laziness. However, that is part of you and it is important that you honor that instead of denying it because even if you deny it, it is still there. So learning to see the benefits of laziness, enjoying it and letting it work for you will lead you to be able to embrace it as part of who you are and therefore to love it. As crazy as that sounds, It actually has some benefits and ways you can turn it to a strength rather than a weakness. From love, you can move on to nurturing, to growing, developing, thriving, and of course, flourishing. And number seven, self-knowledge will teach you to understand other people. So when you get to meet and accept your weaknesses, it is like opening yourself up to see other people's imperfections and to be okay with that as well. So knowing yourself will help you to develop sympathy and expand your awareness of the feelings and emotions of other people. When you know yourself, self-compassion is simpler to practice. And this is so amazing. Since self-knowledge requires deeply examining your true self, the good, the bad, the ugly, this will help you to not just accept it, but also practice compassion. Now, all of this will also lead you to forgive yourself and stop punishing yourself for your imperfections. The best thing is, you also learn to expand your compassion outside of yourself. Remember, we don't leave for ourselves alone. Number nine, acknowledging your true self is the first step to know your worth. Self-worth is valuing yourself without seeking other people's validations. Sometimes we sell ourselves too short because we don't know how worthy we are. And to truly know your worth, you have to know who you are. Your worth is entirely up to you and it is not determined by anything even your money or appearance. Once you see your worth by knowing yourself, you also master the number 10 reason. And that is, when you know yourself, you will have the courage to be disliked. Mm-hmm. So the 10th reason why knowing yourself is important is because it will help you 
to stop seeking other people's approvals and pleasing them yes it's not your job to make everybody happy so you don't have to make everyone like you and you have to be okay with that so life is too short to please every person on this planet like even jesus could not so why do you think you can start by knowing yourself and you realize that there is so much in life that making yourself responsible for other people's happiness i'm not saying you shouldn't make them happy but if they're too hard to please please move on thank you also knowing yourself will help you overcome your fear so in the process of getting to know yourself you get clued up about the origin of your fears identifying and understanding where your deep-rooted fear came from will help you release it this is so important and that's why you need a moment to sit down think about these fears where they came from and how you started you know building on them to get to where you are right now and when you've done that release it from the deepest part of your heart and just let it go forgive yourself and move on to loving yourself number 12 self-awareness is vital to improve your relationships so i know you might have already heard about this before but you have to have a better relationship with yourself first before you can have a better relationship with anyone else i mean if you cannot be your friend (laughs) whose friend can you be so to have a better relationship with yourself the key is to get to know who you are it is hitting two birds with one stone because in that way you also help to improve your relationships and number 13 knowing yourself will help you figure out what you want to do in life figuring out your passion and purpose is also a lifelong journey and it started by knowing who you truly are i know this because this is the reason why i started my own self-discovery journey as well so if you feel lost or you're feeling like nothing seems to work for you start by getting to know who you are and you'll be surprised by all the things you will uncover your potentials your talents your gifts there's just so much in you that you've not seen yet so lastly i like to end with this knowing yourself is a journey and it will take a process start by deeply reflecting within yourself and accept that you have a lot of things to know about yourself the most important thing is to enjoy the journey within you there is absolutely no pressure every day look in the world look in the mirror and just see who you truly are and build who you truly are from what god shows you i'd like to recommend a youtube video i think you should watch the title is here is holy it's a good sermon by mike todd of transformation church it is so important and it would change your whole life and expand more on this topic remember our mantra is if i can expect love from someone i must be willing to give it first and until you know who you are you cannot love yourself truly i am grace and this is love and i podcast you can follow me on instagram at love and i pod that is love and i pod pod to stay updated on what's new you can also send me a dm on instagram regarding any questions comments or suggestions that you might have all right so please also drop a comment on the post about what stood out for you in this episode and share with someone you love thank you so much for spending time with me i truly 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 appreciate you i don't take your presence for granted talk to you soon and stay safe I love you, God bless you, and keep sharing love.